In episode 7, we talked about my print-at-home process, but we mainly focused on photos. In this episode, we are going to talk about printables and how to be a hybrid girl living in a paper crafting world. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. We all know digital scrapbooking is done on a computer or a device, no glue, no paper, And physical scrapbooking is, well, physical, paper and glue and tangible elements. But there's this really fun space in between called hybrid scrapping. And that's where I live. My definition is that we use digital products in a physical format. Basically, we print stuff and use it in our physical pages. I am pretty sure that about 75% of my stash is digital stuff that I've you know, printed myself. And about 25 is physical stuff that has come through the mail. Uh, And there are several reasons why I love printing digital supplies. So let's talk about that first. And then we will talk a little bit about what I use and how I use it. Number one, it is less expensive than buying something physical and having it shipped. So For example, now these are very rough numbers, but a piece of 12 by 12 patterned paper is, let's just say a dollar. It's usually somewhere on either side of a dollar. I can, you know, when they don't sell single page 12 by 12, like digital, they sell them in packs, but those packs are putting those papers at way less than a dollar. And I already have the supplies to print them. I already have the paper. And for me, it, I don't want, I just, it's so much faster. It's so much faster and it is so much cheaper. Um, because once I've purchased the ink, I'm using it for so many different things that it's kind of like, it's just, it's just already paid for. (laughs) I mean, I realize it's part of the budget, but you know what I'm saying. So less expensive than buying physical and having it shipped. Number two, I can play with it right away and I don't have to stalk the mail person. So that is a bonus. As much as I love happy mail, I love instant gratification. So I want to buy the thing that I just saw that's beautiful on Instagram and I want to print it and I want to make something with it. And I want to do that now. (laughs) So that's super helpful. Number three is the digital designers, like they create amazing products they're so versatile. They're so adorable. They're so useful. Like I just cannot get enough of how wonderful digital scrap supplies really are. Uh, Number four, you can choose what kind of paper or what size that you print these things on. So there's a lot of variation. I can decide that certain things get printed on um, sticker paper and I can decide that things get printed on vellum or cover stock. Like there's choices. And I love that. Number five is that I don't have to worry about hoarding a card that I love or a die cut that I'm just like obsessed with because I can use it happily and print it again. And 
I've already bought it. I can print it again and I don't have to pay for it again, <laughs> which is great. So I think that people assume you need like this big expensive printer to produce really pretty digital supplies, but honestly, you don't. You need a decent printer and I think it's all about the paper type. And I've tried many different papers, um, finally found the ones that I really loved and I'm going to share them. Um, if you have ever asked me or ever been to my faves page, I have listed out all the stuff that I use, um, for the different types of things that I print. So everything that I talk about here, um, if you have questions about what it is, just go to retrohipco.com slash faves and you will be able to see the different papers that I use. They're all Amazon affiliate links, including the printer that I use, including the ink. And that way you can, you know, if you're in the market for that kind of stuff, or you need to try something different, um, that stuff is always available and linked up for you. But, you know, sure, I do have a quality printer, but it's not super fancy and it's under $200. So, you know, it just it doesn't have to be expensive. And I've bought two of them. So I bought my first printer in, well, this particular printer, cause I always had printers. Um, but I didn't print photos or digital supplies as much as I do now. So with this printer, I bought in 2015 in order to get prepped for December daily, because I had gone like the first week of December and done photos at Walmart. And I was just getting really frustrated with the process and, um, the waiting an hour or two or having to sit there and decide what sizes to print my photos. And the quality was just not what I was looking for. So I, uh, I got this printer. It was a recommendation from Tracy Claiborne. She had loved this printer she talked about how the the skin tones were correct and the whites were correct and the reds were correct. And like, it was just overall, uh, she was very happy with it. So I trusted her opinion and uh, bought it for myself. And I tried uh, a, just the cheap semi-gloss Target photo paper, which was fine. Um, but recently, like within the last couple of years, I have used a matte Canon um, photo paper. And for me, it's just been amazing. So that's what I use for photos, but for all of the digital supplies, like scrapbook supplies, I basically have three, four ish types of paper that I use consistently. Again, all linked on my faves page. So for die cuts or digital stamps, um, that I want to be like transparent, I will use clear sticker paper, but it's actually a full sheet of clear shipping labels. It's much cheaper than buying like quote unquote sticker paper. It's this really beautiful matte finish. It pr prints excellent using a, an inkjet. So I use that It's an Avery brand, uh, for all pocket cards, pattern paper, die cuts, labels, stuff like that, that needs to be printed on something a little more substantial. I use an 80 pound hammer mill cover stock. It's not a card stock. It is a cover stock. It is so smooth and bright and crisp. And I actually ran into this by accident. I had to have something printed for my husband with a, with a cover on it. And he wanted it to be like, you know, a substantial cover with like a plastic thing on the top. And I was ordering this 
thing and having it printed online. And I would just had these names of things to choose from. And I saw something that just said 80 pound. I know 80 pound. I have, I have come from a graphic design world. Um, and so I have a lot of experience with different paper types. So I knew 80 pound, I knew what it felt like. Um, but the fact that it said cover stock, which is like, Oh, that's cool. It's like meant for a cover. So this will be great. Got it home. And I, fell in love with it. I was like, wow, this is, this is really nice. Like it's so white and bright and crisp and it's nice and smooth. And so I called them and asked them if they sold that by the ream and they did. So this was at FedEx Kinko's. So if I need, um, it's my backup. If I can't, if I don't have enough time to grab it on Amazon, which it is available on Amazon, the exact same, same thing, but I will just run over to my FedEx a store and grab a ream. And it's really the, about the same price. It's around $15, give or take a, a dollar or two. Um, but it is amazing. So the other paper that I use a lot is a lighter weight, like more, more of a copy paper, but more substantial. It's a 32 pound from Navigator. It's really buttery smooth. It has minimal bleed through or shadowing. It's really great for um, some of the printables that I maybe would print from Retro Hip Magazine, maybe things that I want to fill out. Uh, it's just a nicer quality printer paper. I use it also for planner pages. That's mainly what I use it for when I do print those um, out myself. So the only other thing that I use is a transparency paper for some things that like specialty prints that I want to do. Uh, I just always keep some on hand. Hey babe, quick news break. The newest issue of Retro Hip Magazine is available and you can get your own copy right now. Start out at retrohipco.com shop and click on the full issue thumbnail. From there, you can purchase the digital version by adding it to your cart and downloading it immediately after checkout. If a professionally printed version is more your style, then find the link to blur books within the magazine description and purchase a beautifully colorful issue for yourself and they'll print and ship it directly to you. Retro Hip Magazine is designed for and by creative women. It comes with vintage flair and a modern twist. Every issue includes crafty inspiration, digital printables, and leaves you feeling happy and inspired. Grab yours today at retrohipco.com shop. So this all sounds like great and magical, just print and cut, you know, uh, but like there has to be some organization and a process for actually utilizing this stuff, right? Uh, here are my tips for actually using the stuff so that it's easy to just click and buy and use. Number one, similar to how I store my photos, I have a printables folder on my hard drive and inside of it, I have folders for every designer I've purchased printables from. So I download the item immediately after I purchase. I don't hang out and wait days and days before I get to print or get to download them um, immediately because sometimes the links will expire and you don't want to have to reach out to um, the company or the person and be like, hey, can you resend those to me? Um, just be aware of that and just do it right away. I always just download them. As soon as I get that email with the links or the, the page comes up um, to download them, I just do it right then and there. Ideally, I will also print them at that time. But if I can't, then I have a rule that I try to print them within the weekend after I buy them. So if I just happen to, you know, buy on 
Friday, the newest in a creative bubble stuff, but I know that I have other stuff that I'm going to buy or other things I'm going to print um, that I maybe bought earlier in the week or something. I will just make it a, a plan to all for the weekend, make sure that I get everything printed that I've purchased that week. And, uh, because they're really just no good sitting in the folder. And I really want to use them. Number two, most designers will package up the cards and elements into printable PDFs so that it's super easy for you to just open the PDF and print instead of trying to build the individual JPEGs onto some sort of template. Uh, I have uh, special settings saved on my printer so that photos and printables have a little more intense color and that they're a little brighter. And so whatever printer you have, it'll have some sort of setting options like this. So just get in there one time, print a few test pages to find out how you like your stuff to look, and then just make sure that that setting is saved so that every time you go to open that PDF and print, you can just select that print style and it has all your settings saved and you don't have to go through that every time. It makes it just so much easier. Number three, once I have all of my printables open in Acrobat, I decide which items get printed on what kind of paper. And then I only print the things that are going to be printed on cardstock first or second. And then I print all the things that are going to be printed on sticker paper. And that way I'm not like throwing different kinds of paper back and forth into the printer. It's just much easier this way. Try to make things easy for you girls. Number four, some die cuts, um, like the printable setup sheet, I will typically turn that into a JPEG and insert it into my silhouette. If I feel like I want to go through the process of that versus fussy cutting them out later, it just kind of all depends on what my week looks like or if... I'm not feeling like I'm going to have a lot of TV time, then I will spend the 15 minutes to get it cut out of um, my silhouette instead of fussy cutting. So it just depends. Uh, Number five, I then stack up all the items that I need to trim and I decide if I want to cut them all up at that point or if I want to cut them up later. But I usually designate an early Saturday morning for a task like this to kind of like warm myself up and get myself excited about using new products. I do the same thing when I print out my photos is that I will decide whether or not I need to cut them up now or if they can wait, you know, until I have a bigger session. And then I do like a, you know, an hour or two of just kind of cutting and I listen to music or I watch a show and just kind of trim up all of my cards and supplies. It's just kind of brainless, and I use it during times when I really don't have a lot of brain power, (laughs) which happens. Uh, Number six, once it's all cut up, I immediately put things into the categories where they're going to live. Or I will keep them in like a small temporary organizer right on my desk so that I can use them. If I really want to create with them right away, then I'll just keep them right on my desk and then they're right there in front of me and I can get crafty. Digital supplies are seriously so easy to find. And honestly, my favorite creatives are digital designers. And I want to give you an idea of um, where you can go to find um, 
my favorites. Uh, so the, these are the places that I will um, buy from almost every time there is a new release. Uh, so in a creative bubble, a little lamb paper co saw designs, illustrated faith, AC digitals, the reset girl, humble and create and alley scraps. So those are my faves. And what's really cool is that some kit clubs offer digital versions of parts of their physical kits. And I love to get those from citrus twist uh, Feed Your Craft, and Allie Edwards. And also, a little tidbit, Carrie Bradford does a freebie each Monday uh, where she gives away like a free cut file or a free small card set or some kind of printable. So very fun to get a couple of freebies. And then places like the Lilypad and Digital Press Co. are places to shop for digital goodies from lots of different designers. So you could shop by category or by designer, or you can just kind of see what's new. But most of um, like digital designers either sell like on their own Etsy shops or their own, uh, you know, blogs, or they sell through these um, larger digital companies. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you're inspired to give hybrid a try if you haven't already. And if you're a seasoned digital girl, I sure hope that you grabbed a nugget or two to help you through your hybrid process. Thanks so much again for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Hey babes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. Just a quick reminder. We've got a few things going on and I'd love if you followed me over on Instagram at at retro hip mama. And then if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and giving this podcast a rating and a review, it would mean so much to me. And I super appreciate you guys being here.